The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check out Off the Floor. That's our new Discord server. We're up near 500 subscribers. You can communicate with all of them as well as us. Something we're going to be starting on Off the Floor. The four hosts of Five on the Floor are going to be rotating days and taking Q&As. So basically you can jump in there on the main thing chat, post your questions for Greg, Alex, myself, or Brady, and we'll come on and answer all of them, all of them, we promise that, for you on Off the Floor. So check it out. The description, or the, excuse me, the link is right here in the description on YouTube, on the podcast feed, and also pinned to the top of the Five Reasons Twitter page. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, Michael Robert and his team at Water Cleanup of Florida, your one-stop water and mold cleanup shop. Get the preventative maintenance. You're going to want to do that because you don't want to deal with the insurance companies after the fact. We know that you won't always get what you're supposed to get from them, even if Water Cleanup will do a great job taking care of whatever it is that happened, prevent it before it happens. So check it out. Leak detection is the key thing. Uh, make sure that you know what's going on in your house, your place of business, or any other place that is important to you. Check about Water Cleanup of Florida. Based in Boca Raton, they service the entire Tri-County area. WCUFL.com. Again, that's WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. And now, today's episode. Down the Biscayne. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. We've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. Today's floor plan, Greg's going to be smiling through this episode. It's taken me four years but I finally caved in. I'm going to do a full-fledged heat culture episode. Those who know me and have followed my work know that as I've made the transition from journalist to whatever the hell it is I am right now, I have fought the whole heat culture designation just as I fought the heat lifer designation. That one was stupid, by the way, because you can't really do the heat lifer thing when Zoe and Dwayne had to come back. But anyway, 
It is what it is. Heat culture is something that Greg Sylvander lives by. We talk about guts and all the rest of that stuff. And uh, for a little while, again, I didn't like the term because I thought that the Heat were using it to make up for the fact that they didn't have enough talent. Uh, because the Heat culture thing kind of popped up after the Big Three era ended, after LeBron left, after Bosch's situation or where he got sick. And then, you know, after you were trying to sell Hassan Whiteside, James Johnson, and Deion Waiters to the public, and then it's like, Heat culture, okay, let's we're going to take these guys and make them into better players than they were before, uh, and then we're going to flame out in the first round. And, and that's, that's kind of what it felt like to me for a little while. Um, but I will say, I will say, that as I've gotten more into this space and uh, had to deal with more fans from opposing teams on Twitter and all the rest of this stuff, there is something to this heat culture thing. I will acknowledge it. Uh, but what I what, what it means to me, Greg, is their stability. That that's that's the first thing I start with, and we're going to get into our heat culture moments today. So we haven't pre prepped this. Uh, not together. And we're just going to go back and forth with our favorite heat culture moments. They could be anything. They could be on the floor, off the floor, in the locker room, whatever it is. But whatever it is that to us signifies what heat culture means. But to me, just on a on a macro level, it's stability. It's the fact that you're able to go through some valleys because you're going with it with the same people who got you out of the valleys the last time. And and that that is why this organization, in my view, has been more successful than 90% of other major sports franchises. And I'm including, you know, NHL, MLB, NFL, any of them, uh, is because it's the same people from 25, 30 years ago, or it's, it's people who've been groomed by those same people and kept in-house. And it's why you can have someone who's a video coordinator like Eric Spolster, who's now the best coach in the world. Or you have somebody who was a, a media relations assistant of all things like Andy Ellisberg, and he's now the best cap guy in the world. And it's Pat Riley above all of it, kind of making sure that it still flows the right direction. And so even though we can be critical sometimes of things that they may do, the overall, the overall uh, premises, messages, credos of, of the organization are the same and and that to me is significant and i do think that leads to winning yes winning leads to that but i also think that leads to winning so that's my overall theory before we go forward with our particular moments greg how would you define it um i think that the 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 mantra is great and i think stability leads it as you mentioned and to me that stability what it brings is the, a certain disposition and it, it's a disposition that does not leave. And so you know what you're getting when people say like, that's a Miami Heat player or that's Miami Heat basketball. There's no, there's no doubt what people are talking about with the hustle stuff and, um, you know, just kind of going all out and laying it all out there, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be cliche and just go through them all. But that stuff, when you see it consistently come back, and a lot of it has to do with that the same people are delivering it over and over again. I think that that is a big part of it. You know what you're going to get from most heat groups. There's occasionally here where things get a little weird. And I do agree the timing of the heat culture campaign was tough because like those of us that knew that heat culture existed far before that, it was almost like, oh no, but this isn't a marketing slogan. Like this is actually some real stuff that has been building. Um, I mean, I have examples of it pre Riley even, uh, not that it necessarily really should predate anything that's, um, you know, with Pat Riley. But to me, I just think that it's something that's been a common thread since Riley arrived. So you can say, what, 94, 95, 
uh, and it's still here today. So the fact that it lives on, even though now it's become a lot more commercialized, I don't think that those of us that have seen it develop and blossom, like it, it, it hasn't lost its, um, its sacredness. I'll say that just because people have commercialized it. And it survived, it survived certain things. It survived 15 and 67, right? Uh, and just in the same way that I think uh, for other organizations, it has a little bit, I like Spurs, the Spurs have a certain culture and they haven't won in a while, but I think everybody assumes they will because there there's a framework that's been put in place by Popovich and Buford. And obviously part of that framework is, is tanking so that you get a number one overall pick because that certainly worked for them with Tim Duncan and it looks like it's going to work for them again. Uh, with Wemby, but but again, there's a certain trust level with that organization that if Wemby had gone somewhere else, I don't think would have necessarily existed. So this is kind of the we're not for everybody, I guess, uh, culture that we're talking about here with Miami, and I think that's what what you're getting into there. One of the reasons we're doing this episode, of course, is because we're waiting, and by the time this episode is released, we may know, and may have actually done another episode on this, we're waiting on suspensions related to the scuffle in New Orleans, uh, which was certainly a heat culture moment. And so we will get into some scuffles here because those are part of it. Uh, but I'll let you start here. G give me a uh, a heat culture moment. Again, it doesn't have to be a scuffle. It could be. It could be just about anything else. So we're starting with the scuffle. Um, and at first, I want to reference the pre-Riley one, and that was when Keith Askins went crazy on the court in an Atlanta Hawks-Miami Heat playoff series in Atlanta, there was a fight. There was Dwayne Farrell and Steve Smith and Grant Long getting into it. And then on the complete opposite side of the court, kind of similar to what happened in New Orleans, like the camera all of a sudden pans to the other side because they see something happening. It was Keith Askins throwing the types of punches that don't get thrown in today's NBA. Nobody throws hands like that. So anyway, that's where I'm starting. But the biggest heat culture moment when I think of this it's Tyler Hansborough, Udonis Haslam, and Dwayne Wade. That's where I'm going to start. And that has some squirmish, uh, uh, like skirmish, excuse me, activity to it in that he popped, you know, Hansborough fouled Dwayne. He's bloodied. On the basically next possession or so, Udonis comes down and lays one on Hansborough where you, I mean, he, he fell hard and we all knew it was coming. And to me, that was a lot about the disposition of the culture and that you got your guys back. Uh, you don't let stuff like that go. No layup rule like that. It just reinforced all of that. So that's the, in the leader in the pole position for me, shout out to Keith Askins though, is that Hansborough Udonis Haslam moment. And we'll go through all of them. Maybe we'll even let people vote. Uh, the reason the Askins one resonates, uh, even though most of these are going to be pro post Riley coming in, is because Pat kept Keith around uh, for a reason, right? <laughs> and Keith is still around. So if you have one of those moments, even if it predates Riley, it gets remembered. Uh, you get you remembered as somebody who stays at the organization. All right, I'm going to go with a, a heat culture. It's more more than a moment, but it's kind of a movement. Um, uh, to me, the first heat culture team. And the, or the Riley era uh, was the Road Warriors team because yeah. uh, that uh, that that symbolizes again toughness on the road, uh, you know, in in hostile environments. We we saw you know it, it play out later, and I'll get to this one later with obviously the Big Three team and a lot of what they had to deal with. Now that that those Heat teams with Timmy and Zoe and Mash, uh, they they didn't have and PJ they they didn't have to deal with what you know the the social media stuff and everything else. 
but they wanted some hostile environments a lot. Uh, if you go back th to that particular team, and I, it is, again, it's always one of the, uh, you know, it's one of the melancholy things of Heat history that those teams never were able to cash in. Uh, but uh, they just kept winning on the road. They won everywhere. They won <laughs> in all circumstances. And, and to me, that those teams were the ones where, or that particular team was the one where Riley was able to put in kind of what the New York teams, his New York teams Absolutely. had, where there was a little bit us against the world type stuff. And it was symbolized by Zoe. And, and I feel like we're going to talk a lot about UD here. And, and I'm, I'm probably going to get into some Dwayne stuff as well. And, and some of the others, uh, but a lot of this starts with Zoe. I, I, you know, I feel like the, and, and I got a chance to talk to him at the, out of all things, um, you know, the fashion show that they did last month and about uh, his, his, his role in all this. Uh, because, and, and he said, he said, look, when I met with, with Mickey and with, and with Pat about what this was going to be, he said, Pat told me the truth. He said, everything Pat said was going to happen, happened. And, and they really, uh, Pat and Zoe were so aligned on everything. We, I always used to say that basically Zoe was just a parrot of everything that Pat said. Adversity introduces man to himself, all the rest of that stuff. But it started with Zoe. Zoe was the original. They always had a heat culture kind of power forward. Um, Grant Long was kind of the first of those. That, again, was pre-Pat. Uh, they drafted Kurt Thomas. Obviously, they exchanged him for MASH. But it was P.J. Brown for all those years. Um, and then kind of UD was sort of the, the next in line to me of, of all that stuff. PJ did it differently than UD did, but so PJ had a hand in this too, but to me, Zoe, he was a heat culture. There's a yeah. reason they have Zoe do the narration on that hardest working, you know, toughest, best conditioned, uh, bit that they do. One thing on Zoe, I got to add here, probably if you had to encapsulate heat culture in a YouTube video, it's his highlights from game six at Dallas in 2006. Like that, what he did that night is heat culture bottled up, shown in one felt swoop. So like, that's where I'm going uh, when we shout out Zoe. Obviously he carried the culture, set the tone for so long, but that game under those circumstances in his role for to do what he did, like that actually, I and this is where I'm going to start to contradict myself. That has to be the, the highest of heat culture elements right there, that Zoe game six. Well, and the reason for that, you mentioned in his role, and th and that's the thing, because we talk about heat culture, too, and I know this will get some people fired up about present day, but Zoe accepting that role, Gordon Dragic accepting that role, Dwayne Wade accepting that role, that's a heat culture element also. And we talk about the Spurs, that's something that Manu did with the Spurs. There are only certain organizations, I think, that would be able to get a star-level player, particularly someone who's been a star for you, like the franchise pillar for you. And in that case, that's true for both Zoe and Dwayne to accept a role like that. And so I do think that's a heat culture thing. And I know that's going to set people aflame when they talk about uh, what's going on now. But uh, I do think it's worth mentioning. But I, I felt like, and I was in Dallas that night, and I was in the locker room also, and I was there for Rachel Nichols' question to Zoe that took thir Zoe 13 minutes to answer. And he he actually, his answer to the first question of the press conference after they won the championship at 06 was longer than his stint on the court. <laughs> uh, and yet, and yet that stint on the court really changed that game. Um, and and he was the best center on the floor that night, uh, not Shaq. It, it, was, it was Zoe. And I've always felt like that little spell, that was Zoe's fury from all those years that he had to endure. Right. Had to endure 
losing to the Knicks, then had to endure getting sick when they put an even better team around him in 2000 and had to endure leaving. Uh, we all know that that didn't go so well. He wasn't so happy at the time, and, and there was some friction there. You know, the Toronto thing, the New Jersey thing, and then coming back and and uh, and having that, that was, that. you're right, that's definitely one of them. All right, I'll give you another one here. We're just going to keep bouncing these back and forth. Uh, I'll give you a heat culture moment. Uh, team is uh, 11 and 30, right, in 16-17. Uh, in and... And even Andy Ellisberg is like, okay, Pat, it might be time to tank this thing, like, or at least have a conversation about it. And they were supposed to have that conversation. Team won three games on a homestand. They got to 14 and 30, and they never had the conversation. Um, if you talk about a season that ended up going nowhere, but still embodies Heat culture, and it pissed some Heat fans off at the time, by the way, although it worked out because you ended up dropping far enough and took Bam out of bio. Uh, but not punting on 11 and 30 <laughs> and then going 30 and 11 and missing uh, the playoffs by one game, which they would have made the playoffs that year if Dion doesn't get hurt, doesn't sprain his ankle in the last two weeks of the season, because Dion was playing at a high level for them that year. That's a heat cult that that just embodies it as as you know, two couple people in the heat organization have said to me, we don't tank because we suck at it. Uh, they're just incapable of it. They they tried it. They did it in 07, 08, but that's, they didn't plan to that year and everybody got hurt, but they even, they, they, they couldn't even lose games. They were trying to lose. I mean, another heat culture moment was, I remember getting a call. Someone who still works for the heat. I'm friendly with, thanks very much for the credentialing. Uh, I got a call for the heat about a column. I wrote for the sun Sentinel on the last week of the uh, 2003 regular season where I wrote how they need to lose to Toronto this week. <laughs> we, they need to lose to Toronto because they need to get the extra ping pong balls to move as far up as they can to try to get in the mix. At the time, it was for Bosch uh, that I thought the, the play for, but of course, it could have been Carmelo. It could have been, who knew? Okay, Zubi, but just get up as high as you could. And I got a call from someone that said, Ethan, why are you doing this? I said, what do you mean? He goes, we don't do that. We don't lose on purpose, so stop it. They won the damn game in Toronto, ended up dropping to five. Toronto took Bosch and the Heat took Wade, another one that ended up working out for them. Yeah. And it, it, it and they end up with Bosch in the long run. And I think that's when Spolster will say it's the karma of, you know, the karma of the game, so to speak. You don't cheat the game and it doesn't cheat you. You ended up with Bam and Dwayne and eventually Bosch because you didn't try to lose at the end of the season. And I remember they tried to lose a game a couple of years ago in Philly. Or not tried to lose. We thought they should try to lose it, yeah. and they ended up winning that game. Didn't Michael Beasley play in that game? I he think. Um, right. So anyway, the the not tanking thing, uh, you know. And again, I 16, 17, 2002, 2003. Uh, that's that's heat culture stuff. All right, I hold hold yours. We're gonna get to some more here uh, after the break. Before we go, again, we're we're waiting as we speak here on suspensions to be handed down. So I'm sure we'll get into some more fight stuff because we haven't done enough of that. Do want to mention a great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network? Our friends over at Prize Picks. Use the code five F I V E. Want to be clear on this because some of you may have heard this uh, in the state of Florida. And this is the first time I'm mentioning this, by the way. But again, we were waiting for it to become final in the state of Florida. They have to tweak the game to stay legal down here. Um, again, it has nothing to do with us. This is uh, there's some politics at play here. There's a certain vendor that may not want some of these other vendors to be in the state of Florida. You can probably figure out who it is. Uh, but uh, we're mentioning this here because if you have money 
in your price fix account, you will be able to withdraw. You won't have any problem with that at any time. But if you want to play it in the state of Florida, do it this week. Uh, do it before the 29th. And if you want to sign up and play, you still can do that this week. Use the code five. And if you're outside of the state of Florida, or I believe in 40 other states, you still can play prize picks. We know that we have a lot of fans uh, of the Heat who are outside the state of Florida. And we got them uh, clued into prize picks. And you can continue to play unless something happens in your state, like the wacky politics of the state of Florida. Wacky is not really the word I want to use, but it is what it is. Use the code five, F-I-V-E, get your initial deposit matched up to $100. I do want to mention Better Edge is still legal in the state of Florida. We're going to be still endorsing both. Uh, Better Edge, you use the code five RSN and you get $20 to play. We have the contest. And the, the difference is that there's someone on the other side of the bet. Uh, and that's why Florida has kept some of these legal and not others. But Price Picks is supposed to be coming back uh, with something new here that will comply. So just keep your account. You need to withdraw your money. You can do it from Price Picks. Better Edge, just keep playing. Or maybe if you've been with Price Picks, uh, try Better Edge also. Use the code 5FIVE. They got props. Uh, I, I won on the Heat game the other night. We've got contests, competitions, and all that great stuff. Use the code that, that one, 5RS, and you get $20 to play. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Greg, you're up. Wow. Um. I would have to say that uh, the night in Denver where the entire locker room was being held back by Andy Ellisberg and that was captured in photograph is a huge uh, like snapshot that screams heat culture for me. Um, I would also say 
that Jimmy Butler going absolutely bonkers in Indiana was a lot of fun and the heat culture moment getting up in in uh TJ Warren's face in the comments afterwards. Uh, so that that's a big one for me. I I just want to mention before you go on on that one. You, you, somebody posted this on Twitter. Um, the Heat are four and zero in the games that somebody pisses Jimmy off. Uh, right. So there's there's T.J. Warren, the Grant Williams one, right? Oh, that's that, a great one. The the Grant Williams one. Uh, and I'm not thinking of the other two right off the top of my head, but anyway, he posted the videos from those. Whenever you end up with a Jimmy meme. Uh, off a confrontation, assume that the Heat won that game. Because <laughs> that, that's, that's basically what happens. All right, go ahead, because I, I got a couple related to that for a different player. P.J. Brown picking up Charlie Ward and hurling his ass into the third row or so uh, is going to be the other one that I have to make sure makes this show. That was a huge moment. It obviously was not the most uh, – I mean, he didn't play again that series, so it wasn't great for the Heat necessarily com- uh, completely, but they did win the series, came back from a um, – or, yeah, what was it, the 3-1 deficit, right, that they came back yeah, from? Yeah, that was that was the one – I always get them confused, although I, I was at all of them. Uh, and, again, we'll never see – we'll never see that again. Like yeah. four series – Primary rivals, all those storylines, and all four series go the distance, either five or seven games, whatever the series was that year. But that year was the one where they had to stagger the suspensions. And we talked about this over the past 24 hours because we thought maybe the NBA might have to stagger the suspensions for the Heat if they get everybody who left the bench for the Heat early. Assistants need to take care of that stuff. Can't let them off the bench. Um, They need to go through those drills. But – uh, they had to stagger them because they didn't have enough players to do it. So they ended up, and of course, the Heat, that's the one the Heat won. Um, I will say that the P.J. Brown, Charlie Ward one always sticks out to me first because they used to let us sit baseline at the Garden, uh, which is just, I mean, these, these are the stuff I miss from my early days of covering the league. Uh, so we were, I was literally right there. It was right in front of me. Like it was, it was, and it, and it was the most unlikely thing because P.J. was my favorite, like to deal with. Like I, I, I loved dealing with PJ Brown, just a class person and always available to us. And was the last guy you would think would want any smoke. Like, just like on that team, he was just like the quiet, he was the quiet one. He was the regal one. He was not, you know, Timmy, you know, Timmy would say exactly what he was thinking. The shot wouldn't look at you. Marley had an edge to him, always had an edge to him. Uh, And, and of course, Zoe, that guy, like PJ was like, you know, PJ was the guy, you know, you, you go sit and have a nice dinner with a glass of wine, you know, a bottle of wine with. And Charlie Ward was like the religious one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, he was controversial in some ways, but it was like those two guys to get into it. They ended up winning that series. Uh, I got some, all right, here's, here's to me, if you want heat culture in, in a player later, uh, the moments that I remember the most with Dwayne are, when when you don't make Dwayne bleed his own blood, like just and I, I was I was at this one in the garden too, the Gallinari thing. Uh, if you remember that one, this was early. This is how long Gallinari's been playing. This was like early in Gallinari's career uh, with the Knicks before they traded for Melo. And if you remember, he he got uh, he, he I was in Miami. I think bleed. I was in Miami. I, mean, I can't remember which of the two it was because although it was another one. I'm sorry. The one in New York was the um, uh, the but the game uh, winner. What was 
No, but he also had the, the band aid. Uh, the band, oh, yeah. the, the weight aid or band aid or whatever the heck uh, the game. Yes, there was the one. Okay, that was the one in Miami. That's right, where he and and he made him bleed his own blood. Gallinari did. Uh, and there were um, there were a bunch of these. Like whenever you would piss Dwayne off, he would go back at your order, and that is a, a quality that Jimmy has. Also, Dwayne wouldn't talk as much, but you would no. he would get this look, right? <laughs> yeah, like that. And it was like, all right, you know, you're effed right now. That's that's pretty much uh, what would happen. And, and also for the big three. The entire 27-game winning streak, you know, was another heat culture moment to me. The, the game that jumps out um, in Cleveland, they fall behind by 27. Yep, and come all the way they back. They could have let that shit go. Shane hits a three. LeBron hits a three. And it just, it was an avalanche uh, from that team. And again, that team just, ref it was just a refuse to lose two months. Like, they, they were down in so many of those games. And they kept coming back, coming back, coming back, coming back. Another heat culture moment right after the 27-game winning streak. We talked about this again. I don't think you can get more heat culture than the president of the organization defending his star player and saying that an executive on another team, a rival team with whom he's had battles with in the past, should shut the fuck up and manage his own team. Uh -huh. Very heat culture. And that Classic. happened right after the 27-game winning streak ended. And I've talked about this before. We were in New Orleans, uh, the game right after the Chicago loss. And and that happened uh, That happened there. So that, that, I got that, one. That, for the 27-game winning streak, that's those are the ones that jump out to me. Uh, kind of as we close here and get uh, – as we're – I'm chronologically trying to do this. I think that in retrospect now, Jimmy and Spo – having the, so are you going to fight me moment? And then them also having that run in the playoffs as an A seed. That's a pretty heat culture exemplified situation as well. That at the time I thought the team was on thin ice. I heard the team was like, really uh, what's the word for it? Grumpy towards each other. Let's just say that it was an edgy group, but then all of a sudden it catapulted them into a run. Right. So that, that was another heat culture moment. That's a little bit more recent than some of the stuff we're hitting them with, with the nineties references. And another macro heat culture thing, of course, is the development of the undrafted. So that, that has become a huge part of this. When people talk about heat culture, one of the things is uh, when fans of other teams now are like, wait, they did it again? Like, what is this black magic thing? Like, who is this? Like, there is this fear among fan bases of other teams, particularly teams like Boston, Milwaukee, New York, the, Philadelphia, the ones that are in the Heat space now. <laughs> Whenever the Heat have a guy pop for a game, like Jamal Cain had a game in preseason, and everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, they found another one, and it's it's happened with Highsmith. It happened with Struess. It happened, obviously, with Duncan. It happened with Gabe. Gabe. Um, you go back. This was a little bit more predating, but you know, Riley did find these guys before this recent era. There were the Anthony Carters of the world. It just didn't get quite the same. You know, at Ike Austin, etc. It, it just didn't get this get the same notoriety that it does now, obviously, because this has become a thing. There is an assumption, pretty much, that anybody who comes through the Heat pipeline now is going to have moments and probably going to be starting for you in the, in the Eastern conference finals against somebody. And so another heat culture moment that I'll give you, and this is, I, I, this is a more current one is player that they get off a two way because Jay Cole suggests him <laughs> ends up in your program as maybe potentially an 11th or 12th guy starting in the Eastern conference finals, averaging 20 plus 
and basically putting his hand in front of his face while he makes threes from the corner in TD Garden. Caleb Martin last last postseason was pretty much heat culture like that. That symbolizes it, uh, or the fact that Struess and Vincent were starting in the freaking finals. Exactly. Uh, regardless of whether or not what what we felt about the decisions that were made in them in the offseason, um, that is also uh, that is also a heat culture thing. And 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 to me, the slogan that is most heat culture of all of them. It's not the best condition, most this, most that, most that. That's good. It's more organic than that. Um, to me, the most heat culture slogan, and this is why I think we did this episode today as we're waiting for suspensions to be handed down, it's three words. We have enough. Like that has, to me, become the heat culture slogan because it's yeah. organic from Spo, and it's he truly believes it. He's a psycho about this stuff. Like he believe you cannot tell him anything about that. If you try to talk to him about players who've been out it. or any of this kind of stuff, he will not freaking tolerate it. It is the anti Doc Rivers. It is the anti many of these organizations that have been in the mud for a long time. It is the we have enough. There is this feeling that, and he's not when he talks about that. He's not just talking about the players they have on the court that night. He's talking about the organizational structure the salary cap space, the money that they have to allocate to players, the resources for development. He's saying we have, we're not going to complain about whatever it is. There may be things that are not perfect, not exactly what they may be somewhere else or whatever for, for this moment, for this group, we have enough. And I think if you don't have that at the top of your organizational structure and, and Spo is the face of the organization. Now Pat still guides it. The Arisons still fund it, you know, and et cetera. But Spo is the one who's facing the public and the media on a daily basis. That phrase is the heat culture phrase. That that's that's the one. We're not for everybody. There are some other good ones, but to me, it's we have enough. Like okay, put it okay, on the t-shirt. We move forward. We we have enough. Exactly, we have it on the t-shirt. All right. Thanks to Greg. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Again, check out uh, Better Edge. Use the code Five RSN Prize Picks. You got a few more days. Get those props in um, over the over the next few days. If you're in the state of Florida, if you're outside the state of Florida, you can still sign up. We'll let you know when uh, when everything is cleared on that here locally as well. And of course, water cleanup of Florida. I'll let you close with us again. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reason Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.